CurioCast's Podcast Emporium, sometimes entertaining. Welcome to Alphabet Flight, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse, and with me today is Jesse! I am also a Jesse! There's so many Jessies. It's like, uh, it's like that one crappy, uh, John Green book, uh, pl- there's an abundance of Jesse's instead of Catherine. I was about to say, like, one crappy John Green book does not narrow it down. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I should have said, um, the one with a name in it? Wait, no, no, there's two of those. <laughs> oh my god, I just remembered he has a new one. Why do people like him? Never mind, I'm not going <laughs> See, to. Yeah, that's a lot to unpack right now. So, uh, Jesse. Yes. How close to the sun are you right now? To the to the sun? Uh, I live in Oregon, so uh, you know there's a lot of fire going on right now. Oh, okay. I wouldn't say that's the sun, but it's sun-like. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it's hot out here. Well, how close to the ocean are you? Uh, how close to the ocean are you? Oh, uh, it's about about an hour and a half drive. Okay, well, I think your wings are about to fall off, because you're Icarus. We were talking about Icarus. Oh, boy. <laughs> the Eternals! Yeah. Yay! The Eternals! Guess what? His name is Icarus. His real name? Icarus. Yeah. Codename Icarus. Oh. Um, what do you think Icarus is? And I'll tell you, he doesn't have wings, I, by the way. Well, I, I don't remember, because most of my exposure to the Eternals was... When Neil Gaiman brought them back, you know, years later after they stopped writing about them, and it was the most impenetrable thing I'd ever read. Like, if you're not steeped in decades of comic book lore, it made no sense at all. I am steeped in decades of comic book lore, and it was still super dense. Yeah. Like, you know, if you're going to write a comic, if you're going to write a comic for people who read comics... Don't make it that dense. Yeah, and also, if you're going to bring back these characters that haven't been used for, like, over a decade, like, make a, like, be able to introduce it to a new audience. Like, I feel bad saying this because I love almost everything Neil Gaiman's ever done, but I hated this. Yeah, and then they try to do the new Eternals thing, like, with the sons of and daughters of the Eternals, and it was, like, vaguely racist. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds yeah, bad. Like, uh, yeah, it wasn't great. It it only it lasted for a very short time. Oh, why am I shocked? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Why would you be shocked? But you know who wouldn't be shocked? Who's that? Icarus. Icarus. So is he uh, like because the, guess is he the son of the paterfamilias of the Eternals? Because it said known relatives, Icarus, son deceased. And I think he named his son Icarus, and his father was named Icarus. Oh. No, his God. father was named Verico. His father was named Verico. Okay. So, I uh, don't know why. I hate everything about this. It might have been one of those weird things, like when Hank Pym 
uh, uh, took over the wasp identity for a while. Oh, yeah. But, uh, his occupation is warrior, former archaeologist guide, and professional wrestler. That, woof. Boy, there's a lot I don't know about the Eternals, I guess. Uh, oh, okay. Okay, so I assume, what he looks like. looking at the costume, your professional wrestler comment was in jest. No, no, it's actually on there. Oh my god. Ugh. Boy, that is a cheesy looking outfit. And it, uh, really, uh, draws a lot of emphasis to one certain part of the anatomy. Okay, I- I'm gonna be honest here. Most, most superhero costumes points down to the crotch. They do, I, you know, I get that, but like, this one is not shy about it. No, because, okay, so, bait for, so, so he's in like a blue bodysuit with a plunging V. Like, not like Luke Cage plunging V, but like, about five inches off, let's say. Yeah, and he's got like this red belt thing that like could not look more like he's got a giant dong hanging out. <laughs> yes. Also, he has very uncomfortable looking like metal gloves. And besides that, he looks like a dude. Like he looks like a generic back black, black background. Yeah, he dude. does not look like somebody who would be the star of his own book. Well, he was in Eternals Volume One, Number One, so. Well, um, he's a third-generation member of the Eternals. Yeah. He was born over 20,000 years ago to two members of the Polar Eternals, the group of Eternals living in the Eternal city of Polaria, which is now Siberia. (laughs) You know all that great Eternal lore? Oh, sure. All that stuff. Yeah. Uh, at the time of the Great Catechism, that <laughs> sunk Atlantis and devastated Earth about 20,000 years ago, Icarus guided a large ship carrying human survivors and animals to safety. Every time I come across something about Eternals like and the lore, I just sort of roll my eyes and and tune out as if like I was trying to read the Silmarillion. You know? like I, It's so boring. Yeah, I would I would also argue that the rest of Lord of the Rings is also extremely boring, but I just don't like the way J.R. Token writes. So. <laughs> but yeah, so oh, his wife died. That's something. What? Oh, he's a a superhero with a some tragic happened with his family. Oh, they're trying to try to put Icarus with Namor, weren't they? At some point, they probably tried to. Which they don't deserve on the same page. One of them has a personality. Yeah. No, it feels like, like, this is a, a really bad knockoff of Jack Kirby's Fourth World comics, which is depressing because this is also Jack Kirby. Because it's, yeah, this was after Jack Kirby came back after a long break. Yeah. You know- which, I mean, this is Fourth World. This is basically Fourth World, but I'm going to also be honest, not the biggest fan of Fourth World either. So, like- I mean, I think there's a lot of cool stuff about uh, Jack Kirby's Fourth World, uh, and I feel like in animation it's been done really well, uh, but, th- like, this is not good. <laughs> well, the thing, okay, like, I... Because this, this feels like what Kirby's interested in. He's interested in, like, large-scale thousands of years of history like characters that are kind of enigmatic and 
well fleshed out. Oh, yeah, no, he loves this sort of high fantasy science fiction stuff. But, like, that doesn't always go over well in comics. There's a reason why there's not a lot of high fantasy comics. <laughs> because, like, high fantasy, high fantasy done right, it's about a third, a third of the book will be a textbook, basically, explaining the world. Yeah, pretty much. And, and we, don't get me wrong, I love high fantasy, but, like, that's why it works better in book form. It's, I, I, can you imagine trying to do, say, Robert Jordan as a comic book? Yeah, like, it'd be, like, you could probably do, like, you can, you can probably straddle the line with, like, high fantasy and high sci-fi with stuff. Well, you can, they have done it with, like, Conan. Yeah, I was just gonna say, Conan the Barbarian has had a, a really good run in comics. Yeah, like, you can do it, but, like, you ha it has to be a very specific type of setting that yeah, works. Yeah, and I, I do think that uh, um, Conan lends itself well to a comic book uh, medium. God, why do we get so many characters that are hard to talk about? I don't know, <laughs> it's a great jumping point for talking about other stuff. <laughs> it is, but I already have two podcasts where I just talk about whatever I want. This is supposed to be the... Self-contained one. That's easy to pick up and <laughs> straightforward. Well, I think we just hit a run of like really uninteresting characters. <laughs> like, uh, don't get me wrong, Iceman is interesting. It's just not to talk about. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Hydra Man is interesting, not to talk about. And Icarus is eternal. So so great. Yeah, I guess. Okay. I'm just going to go through his two pages of backstory uh. and see if I can pick anything up. <laughs> I don't understand why, like, really awesome, nuanced characters get, like, like a half a page, and then boring characters they're trying to push gets, like, two pages. Oh, wait. Originally, Icarus was not known by the name he bears today. Oh, what was that? Uh, well, he his original name is unrevealed, so we don't know what his original name is. Oh, it's Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> you can tell he has he, he he has a pile of firstborns that he has just squirreled away in his closet. <laughs> um. Oh wait, you want to hear a really interesting uh sentence? His uncle Valken, uh, and the internal Phasos constructed the Pyramid of the Winds and storehouses below it in the Arctic Ice Cap. This is stuff that should be interesting. Why is this not interesting? This this is my problem with the Eternals. Like, it should all be, like, super awesome and bombastic. Because, like, for real, this would be awesome. But for some reason, whenever you juxtapose it with Marvel itself, it becomes the most boring, trite BS. Yeah, I I don't know. I think it's again it comes back to like the more weird ridiculous details you throw in the the more boring it gets. Well, the thing is though is like there's other characters that have weird meticulous details that make them awesome. Like Hellcat. She she sort of has a romance uh, romance comic character. Yeah, but Hellcat is not an eternal. <laughs> Yeah, maybe maybe that's the curse. It's the turtles are just doomed doomed to be boring no matter what. So so what we need is we need a um 
We need like a modern day Jack Kirby to come in and write this like Jimmy Olsen. Uh, oh. Superman pals Jimmy Olsen. Okay. And turn it into something interesting. Who who would you point to as a modern day Jack Kirby? Do you think there's anybody working in comics that could take that mantle? I mean, I'm not saying he's as good as Jack Kirby, but I think Hickman could do a pretty good job. Hickman is pretty good. Hickman seems like a pretty good choice. Yeah, Hickman is like... Hickman, I think Hickman could do it. Like, like, I love him to death. And he, like, I love most of his stuff. And I would love uh, Manhattan Projects more if it didn't have the artist it had on. Yeah. Icarus was a warrior who fought against the monstrous deviants in their various attempts to suppress humanity. That doesn't sound like a dock whistle. <laughs> yeah, that... Uh. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Don't call them <sighs> deviants. <laughs> they are they all called deviants, and honestly, the deviants the reason why they're called deviants is because each they don't pass on genetic coding to each each other. Like each generation and to each child could be wildly different. That's why they're called deviants. Yeah, but, but to have your heroes um, calling your villains deviants makes them sound like the Westboro Baptist Church. Oh, Oh, did you know that during a thousand years after his father died battling a mutated earthworm, he he trained to sharpen his senses so he could locate the beacon left by the Celestials in the Incan chamber of the gods in Peru to guide the fourth host of Celestials there? <laughs> I wonder if it's just a case of trying to summarize this sort of stuff textbook style just makes everything sound extra stupid. I've gone through other other one other people. I mean obviously I'm almost to the fourth volume of this and I'm over like 130ish episodes. Like there's some matter of fact stuff. Like one of them Dr. Demonicus didn't show up much, but they dry, they dryly explained how he wanted to get superpowers, so he manufactured a chemical explosion in a lab he worked, and then instead of getting superpowers, he got skin cancer, and then they found out, and then he got fired. <laughs> so they 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 were able like I described that in the way that you should say it. They described it in a very dry textbooks way, and it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I don't understand. This should be interesting, but whatever. We're gonna get to the end of this. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. oh wait, wait, wait! Here's another interesting thing. No. <laughs> ooh, nope. That also sounds. Ooh, ooh, no! I just read. Icarus remains on Earth as a guardian of humanity against the menace posed by the deviants. Oh God. Ah, ooh. Ugh. Look, all you gotta I do understand what they're talking all about. you gotta do is change deviant to globalists and he's Alex Jones <laughs> okay we're gonna talk about his powers okay well he's 6'2 and he has blue hair blonde eyes and he fights the deviants and protects humanity sorry, did you say he has blue them. hair blonde eyes uh no it's the opposite but maybe that too uh, <laughs> blue eyes blonde hair okay But but like he protects he protects humanity from the deviants, <sighs> and, and he's a he's a muscly blonde guy. 
Yeah, that it's very, it's all very Aryan. Um, well, he can lift forty tons. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot the internals have all the all the BS powers in the world, so he can lift forty forty tons without also employing his men, uh, mental power to levitate the object what? that he's lifting. Well, then why does he need to be able to lift forty tons if he can just mentally levitate it? Just levitate it, dude. Yeah, you're just showing like, off. You're not Superboy. You don't have to pretend to be Superman. <laughs> Something. Okay, his other powers. God damn it. <laughs> he has all the conventional conventional attributes of the Eternal Race, as well as certain special abilities developed through rigorous discipline. Um. So he trained? Is that what they're saying? Yeah. Oh. I'm trying to get to something interesting. Oh, they can- Oh, wait, get this. He can only die if he gets vaporized. <sighs> Unlike the rest of people. Yeah, most people don't die when they get vaporized. <laughs> he doesn't tire from a, a, f any physical exertion. And he can resist extreme temperatures through mental concentration. Ah, oh, jeez. He also apparently has laser beam eyes. But you know what else uh, shouldn't, doesn't go well? Um, Icarus's ability to project a cosmic beam in the cosmic energy in the form of beams from his eyes or beams or flashes from his hand. <laughs> um, so he basically has a power that every other person with energy powers have. Yeah. Right? He's got, um, and you say he has laser beam eyes? He has laser beam eyes or laser fists. Yeah, just like Darkseid. Yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't do the cool, like, um, the, like jagged Omega effect. Thing, so less but, interesting yeah. than Darkseid. I mean, yeah. Like, you know, if you're like right. This, well, like I said, the uh, whole thing is a teleport. cheap fourth world knockoff. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess this, I guess Jack Kirby wanted to do some more fourth world. Yeah, <laughs> so. I, it's so disappointing to rag this much on something by Jack Kirby, but it's just not good. Yeah. Well, guess what else he can do? What's that? Teleport himself psionically. But he prefers not to. Uh, psionically? So is that, like, through noise? Psionically through his mind. That, uh... That's dumb. <laughs> yeah. But, but, guess this. He prefers not to, since, like other Eternals, he finds the self-teleportation, uh, process physically unpleasant <laughs> so he has a power and he just doesn't use it so why have that power i mean i don't normally do final thoughts on characters but final thought is uh just um jump in a puddle and just drown yourself icarus because <laughs> like for real stop just stop existing. Oh my god. Please. It's so weird. The episode ended with him encouraging a fictional character to kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I hope I hope your death is as swift as the interest in you. <laughs> oh my god. I hope someone vaporized him. Probably not though. <laughs> So I guess we're doing plugs. Okay, well, I have a podcast that's coming soon, 
called What Is It This Time with Jesse and Paul, where me and my friend Paul, uh, we will have a rotating format where one episode it might be a discussion, a long form interview with a comedian friend. Uh, the next episode might be a bad movie discussion. Or we might talk about um, entertainment news for the week. It'll just be whatever we feel like it. And it will be released on a, a schedule of approximately whenever I feel like it. So maybe about once a month. And uh, we should be hitting uh, the iTunes store and various other podcast locations pretty soon. Okay. Um, Icarus's other power is draining my want to uh, really do anything efficiently. <laughs> um. He's really good at it. Like, if the, if there was a rating of how how tiring it is to just find something interesting, I think he'd be like like Omega level. <laughs> like we still have we still haven't found out other ways he's boring. Like he's <laughs> he's an infinite well There's before. There's so much <laughs> left to explore. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, um, Conchu stuff, sign off. Bye. Bye.